Beyond Athletic, episode 20. It's never late to get a mentor. That is definitely right now that even at this stage where I am, I am hungry to meet people that can teach me how to get to another level. You might be smarter, your daddy might own a company, but you will not outwork me. This one right here is for the people. I'm your host, Ryan J. Owens, current pro athlete, entrepreneur, and former USA national team volleyball player. I will not be defined by my athleticism alone, but I've learned how to leverage it, to stay passionate about it, and prepare for life. That's why the Beyond Athletic podcast was born. I'll bring you case studies of current and former elite athletes making it happen in life, as well as tips and lessons from top sources in sports, nutrition, fitness, entrepreneurship, and more. I'm here to tell you that you are Beyond Athletic. Hello, hello, everyone. Today is a great episode with Momer Gajic of Serbia, currently living in Florida. He is the owner of itsmyplay.com, a fantastic website where people can get their own professionally designed and run website. So we get in today how he worked for the Minnesota Timberwolves professional basketball team and how he developed his skills so that he could go into entrepreneurship, which is business ownership, and how he planned all of that during his time in college and afterwards and made steps to create what is now a very viable company and international. And he's also working with some basketball camps in Turkey. Very interesting guy, very intelligent. It's actually interesting. We met on a movie set in Slovenia and that it was a filming of a Serbian basketball film where the team Yugoslavia that won the world championships back in the day had defeated the USA basketball team. And so I'm one of the basketball team players for USA and he was our coach. And so this was my first experience getting to know him. He was very professional. His English is fantastic. You can tell he tries to be very good at everything he does. You're going to learn a lot today. You're going to learn how to sell yourself as a professional athlete, as an amateur athlete. So if you want to have, for instance, the right image when you're trying to get to a college team or to a professional team, or you want the right skills and way to sell yourself to a business when you're done with your, your sports career, his solution is an excellent one. And so I'm highlighting that today. I think it's fantastic. You can learn a lot from him. If you like it, tweet at Beyond Athletic. Let me know that you're listening and let me know what you like. Put up your favorite quote or whatever you like. Ask a question and I'll get you connected with Momir. And that's all. I think you're going to enjoy the show. If you do, Leave a rating and review in iTunes. This just means, hey, I like the show or it's cool, but maybe you could ask these questions and then leave a rating. Hopefully it's a five-star rating because I hope I'm doing a great job. But if I have something to work on, just let me know and I'll work on it. So I want to give you guys the best learning tool out there so that if you're washing dishes, you're walking, you're riding the bike, you're exercising, you're just sitting down and relaxing, whatever you're doing, you have a way to learn from experts and athletes that are at the top of their game around the world. So without any further ado, Momir Gajic. Hello everybody, Ryan J. Owens here. Today is a game plan session where we're going to give athletes the knowledge to go above and beyond. And that's to go above, beyond, and limiting beliefs. So today's featured guest is Momir Gajic. Momir, are you ready to game plan? Absolutely, and thank you, Ryan, for having me here. It's my pleasure, really. Thank you. And to tell people how we met, we actually met through a movie set in Slovenia, which was very interesting, and that movie is uh, a representation of basically the Yugoslavian basketball team who beat USA, so that wasn't fun for training the basketball player who lost. 
but uh, it was a great experience and I got to learn about some things that Momir had done before that and what he's currently working on and that's why he's on. So just to give a quick bio, he's a native of Belgrade, Serbia, where I currently am. And then he chose to go to school at Palm Beach Atlantic University in Florida, where he was a standout and captain, I think, for the Sailfish basketball program. Let's see, I think you actually, you led, right? The team in scoring and rebounding. Actually, as a senior in rebounding, I was a captain. I think it was his, um, you know, among top scorers, but it was mostly rebounding. And, um, you know, I was, I was a very good three-point shooter. As, uh, as I was always joking, it comes with the Serbian genes. <laughs> Awesome. So you graduated from there with a bachelor's degree in international business. And then you spent uh, the 2003-2004 season working with the Minnesota Timberwolves, an NBA professional team that I'm sure a lot of people will know, but some people won't since this is international, where you were evaluating U.S. and international talent. You were one of only two Serbian full-time NCAA D1 basketball coaches at University of Rhode Island. And currently you're the founder of a great project that I can say I've experienced online so far called itsmyplay.com, which was chosen as a top 80 most prospective startup in the demo conference in Silicon Valley. So that's a bit about you. Why don't you take a moment to share a bit more about you personally these days and expand upon the biz? Well, thank you, Brian, for the introduction. Um, well, you know, I mean, you pretty much went through, uh, you know, you went through my biography. I just wanted to mention that uh, I had a very interesting experience um, uh, in college. Obviously, the United States allowed me to um, pursue basketball and to study at the same time, which was my goal. Um, in Europe, I really couldn't get out that opportunity. Um, then when I was in college, um, I always was a, a player who uh, was eager to you know, learn more, not only uh, on the court in practices, but by reading books, uh, watching the videos, um, uh, and actually writing the scouting reports that uh, brought me to a position to uh, absolutely ind indirectly be recommended to the teams as an intern scout and video coordinator. And ultimately, I got that opportunity. I was one of the youngest uh, intern scouts in NBA um, and uh, was early put in a position to really learn from the top professionals, um, not only players. I Minnesota Timberwolves at the time was uh, one of the top teams. Uh, they reached the conference finals with Kevin Burnett and the rest of the squad, but also was learning from a coaching staff, the scouts, um, and everybody else on the staff there. Um, and that um, brought, uh, actually I started my coaching scouting career. I was a coaching scout for 70 years, uh, traveled over 30 countries looking and recruiting and scouting players. Um, and ultimately, um, one thing I, I did not have, actually, you know, you did not mention, and, um, uh, was that I was also a coach at one, a number one uh, prep school. Um, that was 2007, 2000, 2006, 2007, and a Patterson Prep School for North Carolina was number one ranked in the United States. We had a tremendous team. And then after that, I went to University of Rhode Island. And, um, you know, um, when I was uh, four years ago, three and a half years ago, actually, I chose to leave college career and pursue further as an entrepreneur of the project that I'm sure we're going to be talking about it throughout this conversation. And why don't you just expand generally, because we're going to get a little more detailed into it, but generally, what is itsmyplay.com? Itsmyplay.com is a, a sports community, actually, that allows um, any athlete, coach, team, sports organization, or anybody individual who's participating in sports in any way uh, to create a free profile, a resume, but also to order, uh, to use some of the, our tools and services uh, which one of the services is a website service uh, that we create for our clients. Uh, and that website service, which is a specialized for sports, that website service um, actually consists of us creating um, a website that accumulates all the sports information about a certain individual team organization. And when I say individual, I mean, for example, an athlete accumulates everything in one platform, uh, all in one, so to speak. So 
any scouts, coaches, recruits, clients looking at the website. They do not have to go to any other resources. They can find all the information, images, photos, videos, references, synced social media uh, accounts in one platform. So that service itself uh, presents um, to us a very affordable and at the same time very professional tool for presentation, online presentation that can be served to individuals uh, in order to present themselves or pre present their business or organization or team or whatever that is. So uh, on one end, it's a community that connects our members. On the other end, it's a service provider that um, uh, certainly helps individuals and teams and organizations in their dealings, uh, on their daily dealings um, in sports. Lovely. Thanks for sharing more information on that. And we're definitely going to come full circle back around to that because I got to tell you guys, if you're listening, write it down, check it out, even go to it right now while you're listening to this because fortunately, podcasting is one of the best educational resources where you can multitask at the same time. So before we start on your lessons from your journey so far, Momir, just to set the tone, do you have a quote or a mantra that you believe in? And then what does it mean to you? Well, um, do you have in front of yourself the quote that I wrote it? Can, you, can I ask you? Yeah, can I, I can read it me? to you. Ambition is the path to success. Persistence is the vehicle you arrive in. Bill Bradley. And, and thank you for that, Ryan. I think the main word that I so far can express based on my experience is persistence. And, um, you know, um, the, reason, the reason I um, chose this quote is because I see athletes specifically as almost entrepreneurs. They are representing their own themselves, and in a way, it's a business. And so, whatever that is, uh, um, whatever they are pursuing, a scholarship, or they're pursuing a professional contract. In a way, they are entrepreneurs. And the main um, advice throughout the um, last ten years, no matter when I was a scout and um, or when I was entrepreneur building my company, uh, the main advice from experienced and successful people was being um, persistent and through all the challenges that in most cases um, they're going to come and you're going to face. And so persistency is definitely uh, my number one word and that's why I like that uh, uh, it starts from the vision but in order to get that it's definitely a persistence. Yeah, I love this. And you're 100% right, and I'm so happy that you said it because it's so true. Athletes are basically entrepreneurs, you know? All of the skills that you're learning as an athlete are so applicable in the entrepreneurial world. And the entrepreneurial world, for people that are listening that don't know that word, is the business startup world. So creating and managing and developing your own business, that's what entrepreneurship is in a basic sense. So thanks so much for sharing that quote. And now we all have to get here with help from others and that help can come in terms of, in any way. But uh, a lot of these people are called mentors or coaches. Was there a couple, were there a couple mentors that stood out for you? And just really quickly, why? Um, there, are, there are actually a, a number of mentors that um, I had the pleasure and blessing meeting and talking to. Uh, but I have to tell you one thing, Ryan, is if I can mention one thing that I did not do enough is I did not pursue enough opportunities to meet people that can be my mentors. And um, it's never late to get a mentor. That is definitely right now that even at this stage where I am, I am hungry to meet people that can teach me how to get to another level. And so, um, and I am regretting not putting more efforts in trying to find those people. Yeah. Mentors are hugely important. So I was finding them by pure coincidence. And, um, and uh, you know, and I didn't, I wish I used even more time picking more stuff from them. There are, there are people that on a, on a first, uh, um, um, a lot of times, even those some of the some of the people that you are going to meet do not have a direct connection to your industry. 
uh, by using advices from their experiences, by uh, giving you advices and, and giving you tips in their industry or how they um, got it, whatever that is, maybe it's a business, maybe it's a health, you know, maybe it's a social, but um, successful people do produce energy and they can be noticeable. Mm -hmm. And so uh, getting there, it does require a discipline, a consistency, and persistency, and a certain way of staying toward the life. Because yeah. life is not easy. And so learning any tips, no matter if they are directly connected to sports or not, it's essential. Um, so I know I maybe didn't provide you exact answer who those people are, but at least I want to, uh, I did have a number of them. And I, I really hope that um, I'm advising anybody that is listening to this to really put your efforts and time trying to find those people. And, um, you know, with some of them, be aggressive in trying to get their attention and try to get their time. Because uh, every, constructible, every um, constructive advice is worth a lot of money. You yeah, know, and, uh, so. I love that. I love how you ended that. Every constructive advice is worth a lot of money. So, and the value that these mentors can add to you is just—it's—it's it's crazy, unbelievable. Because you know, it doesn't have to be just to make money. Mentors are fantastic in any area of life, like he was mentioning. So, thanks so much for that. And you don't have to necessarily mention one person, but I want people to know that you can have many. Now, getting a little bit more into this before we we go into the full, let's say, your failures and, and get to your aha moments, like kind of how you came upon this idea. I just want to highlight that the reason why I asked you about mentors is because a lot of athletes, they don't have positive mentors in their life. They don't have influencers. And most pro, pro careers, as people know that listen to this show often, but for those that don't, they only last three to five years. And within two to five years of retiring, 60 to almost 80% let's say of all football, NBA, and baseball players are going to end up broke, divorced, or unemployed. These are, these are stats. And 36% or more end up in trouble with the law on some type of assault charges or other. And every two days, there's a new incident of athlete crime. And so this is, these numbers are crazy. So get yourself mentors and, and make sure you get on a great path because what's set up for you statistically is not a lot if you don't. Now, what I want to highlight right now before we go into like how you became successful at what you're currently doing, Momir, what's the biggest mistake that an athlete could make that could lead to these types of stats that I gave? Would you say it's not getting a mentor? It's not getting the mentor uh, um, is definitely one of the things. I think what, what what um, um, athlete and, and just like everybody else should be very much aware is of trying to avoid and really uh, fighting not to surround himself or herself with negative people. Yeah. Um, um, negative people, even some of us maybe do not notice that, are vampire energy, energy vampire suckers. Uh, energy is important to all of us. It gives us that boost. It makes us wake up in the five o'clock in the morning. It makes us work hours or train long hours, you know. And it gives us that. It gives us to our mind and our motivation that that juice or energy that you know we go to challenges that that gives us that battery for fight. Negative people take off that energy. And so um, negative people, uh, some direct, some indirect, are influencing us to do the things that we should not do or, or are taking us off of our path. So first of all, avoid and do not allow uh, people, uh, negative people, to do not spend time with them. Recognize them and disconnect with them. Obviously, talk in a constructive way what it bothers you, but if you're having a people that constantly tell you you can't do this, or maybe if, if, if they're even patronizing you too much, both extremes, or telling you you cannot do something, or you're not good enough, um, I think it, you know they're not worthy of your time and, and, and a presence. So uh, that's the first thing. And the second thing is that 
that needs mentors are there to see from a third party perspective to summarize where you stand to tell you in the face what you what they think you're doing wrong and right and to tell you what you need to focus every day in order to have a balanced and healthy life and within that you're going to have a balanced and healthy career so um, you know mentors are definitely uh, it's important to have them and sometimes it's not easy to find them um, but uh, but uh, um, no matter how much we feel confident no matter how much we feel powerful uh, in um, after making a potentially a lot of money or being successful at the moment life is a journey it's never it's never a I'm here and now I'm fine life is a journey through which we all need some type of guidance and how to organize our thoughts our mind you know people around us you know uh, training um, and and um, everything else that calls in daily daily planning and construction yeah. so um, so that's kind of my, my, my avoid negative people and, 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 and find those uh, to which you're going to be motivated you know every day that are going to motivate you in one or another way um, and, 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 and help you organize yourself in your, your, your career you know your daily activities. excellent excellent advice now now what I want to do is I definitely want to highlight because not everything is going to be rosy and beautiful. You know, we're going to struggle. We're going to, we're going to have failures. And athletes know better than most people because we fail on a daily basis in training to get to where, we're, where we ultimately get and to become champions. So keeping that in mind, why don't you take us to a time on your road since college, on your journey from being a coach to an entrepreneur, and just highlight one of your failures or your struggles and then how you got over that really sure well there are a couple of things that if I can go back I would do differently um, one of the things is that every time I was going through uncertain period of time um, and what I mean is I'm going to give you an example um, Right after the college, I went through an MBA interview. I think this was right after the graduation. An interview um, at the respective, it was not Minnesota Timberwolves, it was another respective MBA club. They told me, you know what, we are interested, we will come back to you uh, if you have a position or not. And so, uh, in the meantime, I'm having um, European clubs, several European clubs calling me for tryout. I knew that if I go for tryout, I probably will make one of the teams and I will not have a chance to pursue, um, to, to get into the NBA right after the college, which was a rare opportunity. On one hand, the percentage of me getting the NBA job was very small. On the other hand, the, the percentage of me, chances for me getting the professional job at the moment was bigger, much bigger. Yet, my instinct told me to stay in USA, because I was in USA after I graduated, to stay in USA and to wait for this opportunity, no matter, uh, no matter to, uh, at that moment the chances are much smaller. So, I did stay, and I did not get a response in three months. So, those three months, I allowed myself from being perfectly in shape in May to September when I heard back first time from another NBA club. To gain almost 30 pounds, I couldn't. I didn't know how to filter stress. I didn't know how to um, uh, deal with impatience and uncertainty. And that was, I allowed it, that uncertainty to be destructible on me mentally and my body. Yeah. Ultimately, I did get invitation. I got another interview in September, and then I got a job. And it was a kind of a last-minute deal. But today's athletes, today's world, where there's a lot of competition, they're going to go through uncertainty. And the most important thing is for them to understand that by waiting, by being stressful, by asking why it's not happening with me right now, it's absolutely worthless. What they have to do is they have to set up their daily activities, which in their case, training, educating, which means reading, watching videos, reading books, listening to your podcasts, 
And the third is, is finding a way to meditate. Training, educating, meditating. Yeah. On a daily activities, uh, that is going to keep their body and mind healthy. Yeah. And I wish I can go back and obviously, um, you know, I would definitely dealt differently uh, the way way um, the way it happened. And the second thing I wanted to tell you is that um, when I started my entrepreneurship, uh, one of my first prototypes, I invested a lot of money in the prototype, and ultimately prototype came up to be um, in sense worthless. And the mistake I made as an entrepreneur is I did not. Uh, I did that prototype purely by my instincts, but I did not research, I did not interview, I did not ask other people their opinions. In today's world, athletes are, in some cases, shy, in some cases, um, uh, too powerful, uh, maybe even too cocky, to, to ask other people of their opinion of them. And because they're feared to hear what they do not want to. And so, uh, uh, within that says, be ready for criticism, ask others, seek for advices, seek what you need to do or what other people think you need to do to get on another level. Now, obviously, uh, try to seek from those that you think can help you uh, uh, and that have, have enough knowledge and experience. So, those are two advices that I would um, uh, be organized and plan daily activities when going through certainty. And the second thing is research, interview, ask others. Always think about it. What can I do? How can I improve? What can I do better in order to put myself on a level where I want to be? I really love all that, Momir. I mean, it's obvious that you're not a successful entrepreneur at this point just by chance. And we learn so much from our failures. And obviously, these couple failures of yours where, A, you chose to wait it out, and then you basically you could not for sure get to a team that heavy and out of shape. And then great that you stayed persistent, like your quote, and you did find something in the NBA. And then on the other side, with trying to go to the market entrepreneurially, with something that you hadn't researched. And I gotta tell you, I'm with you and I understand and I've actually made that mistake and I hear on a daily basis on a podcast that I listen to how other entrepreneurs, that's one of their top mistakes they've ever made is that they went too early into something without researching it. So research, be open to criticism, great advice is there. So now what I wanna do is I wanna highlight an aha moment. I want you to take us back and put us in that moment. I want to know if it was hot, if it was cold. I want to know what it sounded like. What was going on when you had your aha moment, when you knew this is the path that I have to choose to get to where you are now? Uh -huh. um, you know what? I'm going to try to find the right moment. Um, I think it was a period of time. But um, I specifically are uh, remembering it. I think it was 2009. I, I'm an assistant coach at University of Rhode Island. I am uh, having a very good salary. I have two cars. I have an apartment. Everything is going for me. I'm a young assistant coach. But the whole coaching career is uh, waiting in front of him. You know, I'm, I'm one of the, I think, five European passport coaches in NCAA Division One at the moment. And I'm, I'm, um, I have been feeling unhappy for, for a certain amount of time. Um, and uh, I have been playing with the Excel sheets and drawing, drawing, what, um, what, um, drawing the platform that I have been imagining for a long time. And um, I think it was a uh, winter, it was cold outside, um, it was a weekend, I didn't go out, we didn't have a game or practice that evening. I'm just sitting in a room and I'm saying, listen, I have everything. I have uh, even a position um, that a lot of people would, uh, would love to have, you know, for my coaching, uh, my coaching colleagues, and, and, but I am unhappy. And at that moment, I realized that I really do want to be entrepreneur. And being entrepreneur, being in um, having my own company, uh, being in certain way, even if you, you even if as an entrepreneur, you're not 100% uh, 
um, uh, you're not 100% in control of everything, but being in control of my own business, and within that, the most essential thing is that having the freedom, no matter if how much how hard I need to work and how much I have to sacrifice, you're still in the back of your mind, you do have a freedom to choose what you want to choose. So those things came and says, okay, that's where it's going to make me happy. Uh, and uh, quickest way to get to do a freedom, and, and like I said, this is a, a, a freedom produced by my me. Uh, uh, I don't want people to think about that freedom means being leisure and uh, relaxed and and uh, but having a freedom to determine you know certain things in your life um, I said the only way to get there is to be entrepreneur and so I had this project on my mind for a long time I really felt passionate about it and um, it was 2009 it was a winter and I decided you know what I'm going to pick up my 401k I'm going to announce after the season that I'm leaving the contract I hope they're gonna understand that and uh, and that's what I did. Six months, uh, actually lesser than that. I did it uh, four or five months. It was in May, the next May or June, when I announced to that I'm leaving the coaching position in order to pursue this uh, this company. Yeah, that I have. Some key things that you said there that I want people to take out of it. You were in a great position financially. It's not like there was a problem there. You all. You also had some status already as a coach i mean you're you're on a a curve that was headed sharply upwards let's say and you're unhappy you know you're kind of like well i'm not really in control of everything that i would like to be in control of and i'd like to have some more freedom and so what you did is you came up with a plan first and this is what was key to me you thought about it and then you sat down and you drew it out you came up with a plan and then you executed on that plan so those are two really important things. You can't have a plan and then not execute. And you can't execute without a plan like you talked about in your failure. So now the biz, the site, the site is awesome. I got to tell you, I love it, Momir, really. When I first saw it, and that's even before we met, which was we talked about in the pre-show, but it's just, it's a rad site and it offers so much. And so many athletes could present themselves in such a professional manner because a lot of athletes out there, they don't know how to present themselves. So my question to you is, why did you think that this was needed? If you could go a little bit more into that. And how can this make an athlete's life easier if we go in depth? Well, uh, when I was in the, with the Timberwolves, one of my assignments was to research on uh, international prospects. And um, uh, same thing uh, when I was in a, a Patterson Prep School. Um, I was bringing a lot of international athletes. And uh, throughout the URI, I was an international scout. So uh, uh, part of my daily activities um, was to research athletes. Um, and to be honest to you, uh, then it was much harder. But even today, it's uh, much overwhelming uh, to research about the athletes and put, put, put things together. And so um, I had to, in those days, I had to really try to get information about the athletes, uh, the, the, their clubs and teams they were playing in a lot of cases that did not have websites. In some cases, they had only raw information. Um, and, um, you know, it, it, was, it was trying to get enough information online. Uh, obviously, a lot of, lot of research was done through via phone calls and trying to reach a scout in their area or a coach and try to get him to find out about the athlete. Um, today's world, we are, uh, I feel, overwhelmed with social media, and now there's too many resources of information, and there's still that unbalance between the private content and the sports content, and so you're having where on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, there's a mix of private content and, and professional sports content about the athletes, and you have to filter it gives you kind of a, a good opportunity to look into the uh, the private perspective of the athlete, but in the same time, I still have to randomly go all over the internet and Google and um, and try to put things together. Uh, and so, what it's my play does, and what actually our team does, once we get the um, uh, we have a lot of requests from our athlete to get a free demo. 
before they decide to be our client uh, because our service is a subscription-based service. So when we create a demo, we send a, a line of questions to the athlete uh, providing us all the resources of information, not only sports, but a private resources, social media. So what we take, we take all of those resources of information, which can be obviously uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube videos, biography, profile, team links, references, you know, articles, online articles. We take all of this stuff and we uh, centralize in one website. We form it so it's very constructive. It actually has a strategic way of layout of showing those information and we brand it. So it looks when, when a scout comes, when a scout coach or whoever comes to the website, he doesn't have to go anywhere else. He gets all the sports information that he needs, all the highlights that he needs, all the main information, photos, uh, daily activities, articles, references, and he gets obviously a small impression of the private life or private photos from the athlete. Just enough to give him a total picture of what he needs. Uh, and I'm talking about specifically for scouts, coaches, and others that are professionally interested in these athletes. So um, this is available for amateur athletes and for professional athletes. This is their uh, ultimate online sports portfolio or website as we call it. And why it makes uh, things easier for athletes and for the audience? Well, first of all, athletes now uh, can easily update and we part of our service updated for him. And second, only what he needs to do is use his link and obviously sharing or presenting throughout the communication to the scouts and coaches his website. There's no, um, uh, uh, there's no, it's, it's, uh, it's a fully effortless on a part of the athlete, what we do and how we serve him. And now it's just an easy quick of share link uh, when um, uh, those that needs to see him. And so um, uh, we have a great feedback so far from athletes uh, specifically. And, and um, like I said, we have from amateur athletes to professional athletes, uh, from trainers, coaches, and, and others using our website service. But, you know, um, uh, and I had a chance to send you a link of our athlete website. And, um, you know, we had, when we accumulate all of that information, we exactly tell him how we're going to strategize. And we create... Uh, in some way, we use and our team is specialized to create his brand. He, he does get a brand with his website. And uh, the most important thing is provide enough content and uh, leave professional and um, uh, leave professional impression. You know, be attractive to scouts and coaches. Mm -hmm. You know, because there are a big competition. There's a lot of players there. First impression is very important. And right now, the way you make a first impression if it, it's not live and you're on the court, it's online. And that's what we, that's what we specialize in. And just to, to break in there for a second, I mean, online and bringing in all the social media, I mean, it's incredible what you're doing with these sites and providing to players and teams and organizations and for actually a pretty awesome price. So I do love all that. But what I wanted to say is the social media part and I know we talked a little bit in the pre-interview about this, but just really quick, I want you to tell people how it may look if you don't keep track of what you're posting on your social media and how teams could, let's say, look at you after seeing something that's not so great. Absolutely. And, and, and I'll tell you this, Ryan, I had actually just a recent experience that I can translate to. Um, uh, there is a, a big organization in Europe that has been organizing an exposure event, and uh, they had they had uh, been only uh, choosing 15 players uh, to participate in this exposure event. This is in professional basketball, men's basketball, and so they they got um, fairly out over 50 applicants uh, that apply for a 15-man squad that is going to be competing now in January against professional teams from Turkey. And so, um, uh, first of all, uh, in order for you to apply, you have to provide information. Uh, uh, well, the first uh, negative impression they got is from 60-70% of the applicants that did not receive enough uh, content. Second negative impression is that once they have been, you know, even athletes did not know what to send. 
Um, and once they, in a continuous conversation, start asking for social media profiles, they have been noticing a very negative, uh, and what I mean negative, in the sense of negative impressions. Impressions are important, specifically, you know, when people do not know you. And uh, I can give you some examples. Um, you know, uh, in a lot of those social media profiles, they saw pictures from a parties. They saw pictures of those athletes drinking. They saw, you know, uh, pictures where athletes is in the bathroom and taking picture of himself without the shirt is is not uh, constructive, uh, and I think it's not productive for for scouts. You know, there, you know, there are different. Um, they saw in Twitter different type of cuss words and things like that. And that reflects, you know, if that coach out there is looking for candidates and he he gets an impression that that athlete is going to be rebellious, that that athlete is going to cuss something when he is criticizing him at the practice, he's going to say, no, I'm not going with this guy. Yeah. You know, it's so, so social media, it does on one or another way, gives an impression specifically from a, a social standpoint. And athletes looking for opportunity have to be very careful, and they have to treat it as their resume. You know, no matter how much they're involved with their friends and, and surroundings in that social media, treat it as your resume. Yeah, you know, so. fantastic. And that's that's definitely a great example to highlight that. Thanks for sharing. Now, now where we're at, we're wrapping up here. I want to get through this tip jar. This is where we can give people really some tools to get, you know, on the path that really you've already gone on through your experience. And then we're going to leave them at the end some ways to contact you. So what personal habit do you believe contributed most to your success into getting where you are today? One of the biggest is two, actually two things. Uh, the night before, prioritize your next day. Go through your mind and schedule your next day. Your prioritization is very, very important. And plan every day ahead. So that's number one. Number two is uh, find a time within the week to meditate. Uh, this means, uh, when I mean meditate, it's not necessarily yoga meditation or something like that, but it means visualizing where you want to be, you know, um, uh, thinking about it, thinking about your past period, maybe about mistakes, what you what you made, thinking about uh, achievements, you know, uh, that you made, and, uh, and then through meditation, which means that, you know, listen to music, visualizing, and analyzing yourself, determine you know, you know what you need to improve and how you need to continue in order to get uh, uh, where you want to. And what's the best advice you've ever received? When you think when you think there's no chance, when you think all the percentages are down, when you think you, there's no more air to breathe, that's where things are happening. That's where that's where the things are the starting going for you. So be persistent and uh, and uh, don't give up on your dreams love it you know take it as long as you have a last molecule of energy and what's an important healthy habit of yours drink a lot of water drink a lot awesome. of water so uh, that's the one thing that uh, cleans your body and you know uh, uh, and i'm not talking about uh, soft drinks pops no i'm talking about water fine uh, you know, best possible water that you can buy and uh, drink a lot of water. Love it. And now to talk about other people, just really quick, what would you give away to a, get an athlete as a gift and why, if it were a book or a learning tool? You know what? Um, I, I would definitely, I would definitely, um, um, either way, um, Ryan, I think, first of all, I mean, I want to use this opportunity to say how great project you have. Um, you know, I've been very impressed. I, a couple two weeks ago, I started going through your website and through your pod, podcasts, and uh, this is ex exactly what athletes need. They need advices. They need to hear about other experiences. So, you know what? I'm going to finish this conversation saying that I would recommend them you know your website and your podcasts your interview. I love it thank you I'm I mean I'm I'm honored I really appreciate that and I got two questions before we wrap up but before I ask that I just like to ask because I ask this to all the guests and they fill it out and usually I put it in the show notes but I really liked yours 
how do you like to add value to other people there's no rules to it i think i think we all should be aware of people around us you know and when i said that is that sometimes we go so fast in life that we don't notice the people that are in the need and so uh, uh and that happens every day on the street uh, you know um in the gym uh, in the office uh, sometimes people need a, just a hug. It, it, it really uh, re-energizes them, makes their day. And I'll give you an example. So um, I was um, passing a couple of days ago. I was passing. It was raining here in Florida. I was passing with the car, and there was a really old lady uh, sitting down on the sidewalk um, waiting for the bus. The bus station did not have no roof or cover. And so uh, I just passed through it, and she came right in my sight. I made a U-turn, turned around it, made another U-turn, and picked up and says, can I take you home? And uh, she accepted it, and she was not far away. It was 15 minutes, but uh, it was wonderful. She kept talking about uh, her church and kept talking about, you know, uh, herself. And, you know, um, and um, she didn't brag a lot about her husband, um, uh, who, um, who was, um, seems like it was, a, it was a challenging part to her life. But I hope I made a little uh, that day a little bit easier for her uh, because she she didn't have umbrella she was soaking wet and um, and so so those are the things that you know there's no formula uh, you know people around us are in different needs and um, you know sometimes it's an advice a hug um, you know sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's the right contact and call and connecting that person with somebody who can help that person. It, really, there's no rules. I but love it. I think what we need to do is just be aware of those people uh, and um, and um, you know being aware of hey how can we help somebody else. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that awareness of other people is really what I'm going for with this question and, and with this show. So listen, before you can give listeners ways to connect with you personally. I ask this question to everyone. And I just want to start off by saying, you know, all of those stats that I gave about athletes, one out of five children aged seven to 13 nominate an athlete as their role model. And beyond athletic means more than just being athletic. It means being more than an athlete. Sports just a vehicle, right? On your road of life, let's say. So knowing all of that, what is your definition of an athlete? I would say I'm a modern gladiator, you know, it, it, it is, um, um, uh, athletes are, I think it's a unique uh, position in, in, in our society. Uh, and I think that need, you know, the same way people are pursuing gladiators in a, in a, in a, throughout the Roman empire, I think people are pursuing athletes today. Um, you know, they're not only entertaining, but uh, they give us an imagery of a per of a person on the court that then we want to be, you know. Because in life, it's about losses and wins. It's never about one loss or one win. It's about losses and wins. And we're looking for these guys or ladies or or uh, you know, when I mean guys, I mean male and female athletes. We're looking at them trying to achieve the best, trying to win the opponent, or trying to win with their category or. Or discipline so um, it's it's uh, they have a special place and obviously they are um, they're uh, they example to younger uh, and they teach not only speculators but they teach themselves about how we should lead their life you know right athletes teach us how we should lead their yeah. life because life is the athletic field in a sense so and the athletic field is life uh, there are a lot of parallels. I love so, it. Uh, Modern gladiator. Thank you so much for sharing. I love it. So, Momir, I'd like to turn it over to you to give some ways that players and anybody who's listening, really, athletes, teams, normal fans, whatever, how they can connect with you and just leave them with some parting pieces of wisdom and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. And uh, First of all, Ryan, thank you for having me here. It was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, um, for all interested athletes, coaches, trainers, teams, and organizations uh, that would like to work with us, and it's my play project, you can reach me at uh, M O M I R G 
at eatsmyplay.com or you can call our office at 561-843-9288. Our website is www.itsmyplay.com. And uh, my last thing is I just want to repeat one more time. Um, prioritize your day. Find the time to meditate and visualize where you're going and take care of your body and mind. And, um, you know, good luck pursuing your dreams. Excellent. Listen, Mumir, I also have to say thank you to you. And I want to just take a second to acknowledge you because I didn't just have you on the show because you told me that you owned a business and you're a former athlete. I actually wanted you on the show because through that time that I got to know you a little bit better uh, during the week here in Serbia and the couple days in Slovenia, you were a true role model in terms of a man. And modern gladiator, modern men, they need to understand that you have to be a complete person and you have to be selfless. And you were somebody to me where I could see you all the time doing random acts of kindness. So that thing with the old woman in Florida does not surprise me at all. So everybody listening, thank you so much. If anybody's interested in joining up with our non-for-profit, which is elite sports students, we're looking for young athletes that are interested in getting mentors like Momir and like the other guests on the show, just go to beyondathletic.com forward slash ESS and you can sign up there. That's for elite sports students. So thank you so much, Momir. Have a great one. You're welcome. Thank you, Ryan. Did you like the show? Leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher.com so others will find us and share the love. Think of one person that could benefit and send them the link for this episode. For more resources and tips, go to beyondathletic.com or tweet us at beyondathletic. I appreciate and thank you for listening. What we do in life echoes in eternity. I'm going to show you how great I am. And this concludes our Chicago show. Please stay tuned.